Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast, the podcast where three American expats explore different topics related to living and working in South Korea. With the combined 45 years of living experience in Asia, there are plenty of stories to tell. So pop in your headphones and make yourself comfortable. It's time for the Soul Patch Podcast. My tainted perception distorts my true meaning as I first got there. I'm going to talk, or I say we, I'm going to talk about me and my now my ex wife. Okay, okay. Um, so if I hear, if I say we and stuff, you know, no, we, uh, I was married to a native Austinite for 20 odd years and that ended a couple of years ago. So, um, yeah, so Vice mentioned me. We first got there in 96, June of 96. We were there for a year and a half, then the economic crisis occurred. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. Uh, they call it the Koreans called the IMF. They still call it the IMF crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when the one went from 800, 8,900 to the dollar to 2,000 faster than the Russia, about, about the same pace as the ruble is going right now. Right, right. I, I, I was living in, uh, I lived in Thailand in, in 2001. And uh, I had some friends whose parents got pretty much wiped out uh, yeah. during that time. It was, it was kind of across Asia, right? It, it wasn't just. Yeah, it was uh, the whole thing that the bot crashed, the, the, it was the Rupiah and Indonesia crashed. Um, but the only one that didn't crash was, I think there was the Ringgit in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing was, if you stuck it out, I'm like, Unlike us, uh, interest rates were for the three-year note. The Korean three-year, which is their baseline T-bill, was at thirty percent. You got thirty percent for three years. Yeah, wow. I remember wow. that. I, I mean, I was. You, I, I remember hearing about that. Where if you stuck it out, if you could have stuck it out, you would have made a mint if you put your money in the right place. Especially but, if you, you know, how they have the the two renting styles, the Chunsei and the yeah. uh, and the Walsei. We'll if you see, yeah. if you took a Junsei and then put that in the bank for two years, I mean, forget about it. I mean, yeah, that's just you're free money. 30%, you're, get, you're getting thirty percent a year, and now yeah. I think interest rates are probably two percent, maybe. I don't even know what the US oh, no, it's it's terrible now. You got to go. Everything's gone into real estate now. Um, yeah, because the, the market, the bubble there. Uh, then we were so we went back in the end of the night. We, did, we actually pulled the midnight run, which is really kind of funny. We were well, can you first. can we uh, go back to your first job? So what was the first uh, school that you were teaching at and where were you uh, in Korea? We were at Gongju National University in Gongju. Uh, we were there a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Gongju is kind of northwest, about 30 kilometers northwest of Taejeon. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the old Beche capital. Yeah. OK. How did you and find we that were, job at the time? Okay, yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I got I, I got a backtrack to the story how we wound up there. I mean, because um, my wife was finishing up uh, her master's in English at a small university in West Texas, and there was a sign. Somebody posted a flyer on a bulletin board on campus. <laughs> Teach English in Asia. Yeah. Somebody at the teacher placement office had information, and there were basically we got that job through a recruiter. Was the guy's name Dave? No, no. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. No, I, 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 Dave's I got ESL enough Dave Sperling. I know <laughs> enough. I, know, I, I got enough Dave Sperling stories, and I got enough of the um, of expat Korea stories for you too, because I was involved with that site. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm friends with. I'm still friends with a lot of people from there. So 
there was a there was one recruiter that we were going we were thinking about called Korea Services Group. I mean, they sent us a contract for a Hogwan in Busan, I think it was, and we actually sent it to my we faxed it to my father. He was in, at the time in Iowa, and he looked at it and goes, "Do not take this contract." And we also then called the American Embassy. They were there, and they said, "Do not come to Korea and work in the Hogwan." I mean, that was their. In fact, the guide to teaching, they had a guide. They actually would send you, if you asked them, they would send you an actual guide. On, the embassy did? Yeah, the embassy did. Oh, wow. They were warning people yeah. not to work in Hogwans. Basically, the only job they said to take was university positions. Really? Okay, and this oh. is 1996. Yeah. Um, okay, and this is like the height of the uh, the president at the time was the uh, Kim Dae-jung, the, the sunshine no, Kim, policy? Kim Jong-san. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Kim okay. Dae-jung comes in with the economic crisis. Okay, okay. Because I know that and he's no the one. Hong comes, no Mu Hong comes in with the tank incident. Yeah, I was here when that happened, uh, right before and that And then yeah. Lee Mung Bak was the beef protests. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> God, I remember that. And, yeah, yeah. and um, in that era, too, you also had the English Spectrum incident in the mid-2000s, and you yeah, had Christopher that. Paul Neal. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, so getting back to the story. Yeah. So we wound up in Gongju, um, and we we thought it was going to be teaching credit courses at a university. Mm-hmm. When we got there, we found out it was called the Foreign Language Education Center. It was actually a basically it was a hagwon on they a just, university campus. They just kind of mm. separated it right out and created a hagwon yep. right within yeah. the university. And yeah. at that point, too, you were teaching kids. We did not expect to be teaching kids. Yeah, you take a university job, of course. It's not what you're yeah. anticipating. And then the first day we were there, the first guy, we, 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 we had flown in. We were, oh, you got, you got to remember, we were, you, you just I, I, I'm trying to figure out how to, how to talk about that for that, those first few days. You know, I'm bamboozled. We get in like at nine o'clock at night. We, uh, you know, it's dark. We have no idea where we're going. The car we're in breaks down on the free, on the expressway going from Kimpo to Gongju. And they don't have to really have a solid spare, to, a flat to fix it. And we're kind of limping along until we get to a service area that's open. We finally get to the apartment at two in the morning. Yeah. Well, what was the? De- oh, sorry to interrupt you. Go um, ahead. Go ahead. So, were other people like in in uh, when you found that flyer? Were other people doing this? I mean, did you know anyone who went to people Korea? People were. You know, a couple of people were. There was a guy. The interesting story was there was a guy who was getting his master's in education. My wife was getting her master's in English. So, I mean, or, and so he's working in the placement in placement office. And so we start talking with him and he tell about this group. There was somebody out in Alpine, Texas, which is doing it. We, st- then I started playing around on the internet and started finding out uh, days was kind of there. Days was just starting up. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. And then we found out something that somebody posted, I think it was on Dave's or I forget the website, it might have been that Tokyo John, Tokyo John, the you know, um, uh, blacklist. Um, it's still there. It's sea Monkeys, the guy's name. Um, it was at Arizona State mm-hmm. at the time. It said, do not work for Korea Services Group. Stay away okay. from these people. And we were like telling him, get away from them. They're horrible. I mean, I, we're showing them all the stuff. He says, oh, I'll be fine. I took the contract. And I'm going to go there. He lasted three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, when you don't get paid, you know, and you. Yeah. Well, it was. You know, it was. I mean, the Korea Services Group. This was also interesting at the time. They wanted you to give them three hundred dollars a person as a guarantee fee. Oh boy. Yeah. Whenever you're paying to work, that's uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Things so, are upside <laughs> Yeah. So two of us, and then you would get your plane ticket. You had to buy, and you got reimbursed when you got when you got there. And we're just like, first of all, we're like going, you know, we don't have that kind of money. You know, remember, uh, she's a student. And I'm kind of, I'm in a small town. I'm just, I'm actually doing research for the Census Bureau as a part-time job. Mm-hmm. And so Rebecca, my wife, my wife, uh, found another recruiter named Better Resource out of LA. Career Services Group was out of Portland. Mm-hmm. And we got with them. And then we actually talked to teachers um, at the... Um, School. They didn't tell us it was a hog one, though. I mean, well, the term I call it uniguan. Does everybody know uniguan means? Uniguan, yeah, yeah a university, but it's hog it's one. structured like a hog one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we kind of knew something was up when they when the when um the director says he's an English he's a professor somewhere. He goes, do not think of your students as your students. Think of them as your clients. <laughs> <laughs> you mean make everybody happy. Yeah. And uh, we're just kind of going, uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. But so that was about a two and a half hour bus ride from Seoul. Yeah. Now, now, uh, sorry to interrupt you again, but go uh, ahead. ahead. Just interrupt me all the time. I'll I'll, I'll ramble for days. (laughs) What was the, um, when you first got there in 96, like, what was the infrastructure like that, like that, right? Like, like right now, I, I consider, you know, we have a, a Seoul has a wonderful subway system. Um, the freeway system is, is uh, you know, it's well taken care of and it, yeah. it goes everywhere. It sounds like at that time, maybe it was a little bit different. Was it a little bit? Yeah, it was. Um, the highways, we basically had, I'm going to kick back here a little bit here. Oh, no um, problem. The highways were, you basically had your Seoul Busan Highway 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had another one that at Dejan split off and went down to Jolanamdo. Uh, you had one little freeway that went from Seoul to Incheon, and you had one that ran from uh Daegu to Gwangju. Mm-hmm. That was basically your imprint. Seoul subway was four lines, blind five was being built. Wow, we got four there. lines I, now. There's yeah. something like 20, I don't know, yeah. yeah. Um, and in fact, now in Gong, now you can take an expressway down through Gongju. Uh, when I left there in 2014, yeah, you could actually take. There was actually to get the Seoul from Gongju, you took like a two lane road up to Chonan, and then you got on the expressway, and, it's, and then it got you. It was about, I want to say about 120, 130 kilometers, and it took about two and a half hours. Okay, because I, I live in the, I, I live in Pyeongtaek, which is not far from Chonan, and. Uh, you know, I mean, essentially right now, like Gyeonggi-do is just a giant suburb that connects Seoul all the way to Chonan now. I'm imagining in 96, there was a lot of uh, a lot of farmland in between. Line one stopped at Suwon. <laughs> right, right. Okay. It, it okay. actually became the Korean National Railroad at Seoul Station. Line one was actually about this long in reality. You looked at the map. It basically was Seoul Station to um, Chongami. Okay. You know, you ran you ran Seoul Station's Jungno, Jungga, Jungno Samga, Jungno Oga, and a couple more. And then and then then it, but it also ran up to Wejambu. 
But again, yeah. it was like it was considered like a co-rail line at the time. Um, so we would come up, we would be finished. We also at, at that job, we also had to do split shifts, which were brutal. Oh yeah, tell right. us about the job now. So you're at the university. Okay, yeah, I'll tell you about the, the job. Now. I'll tell you about yeah. the quality of life. Yeah. Um, we would work the classic split shifts where you had class. I had a seven a.m. class, and by the end of the, and um, so you worked like eight to ten. Then you came back and you worked like four to eight. We were only contracted for twenty hours a week. Okay. Um, you had so you had some students in the morning, and then around ten o'clock, my Rebecca had uh, housewives. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then and those housewives treated her amazing. I mean, those housewives were just amazing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, they become um, kind of like your your Korean moms, like helping you out with stuff. Oh God, yes. Oh, the stuff they did for us was amazing. Yeah. Right. Um, then you come back. You had two or three kids classes at four, five, and six. Yeah, that's the tough part, right there. You know, but, those kids. Yeah. I'm not. I am not a kid person. We never had kids. Like I joke, I have some. I have something worse than kids. I have cats. <laughs> yeah, so that's, and I think teaching kids is a lot like wrangling cats. In my experience, it is. I, yeah. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. And I have a high school. I have actually have a high school teaching certification in Texas, but I've rarely used it. Um, but yeah. back to so you had, then you had students, adults, and you got done about eight o'clock was your latest. You were finished by eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so you got home and a lot of weekends we would run out the door and we weren't that far from the bus terminal. Like on Friday nights, we'd jump on the bus and head to Seoul. Okay. On Friday, many weekends. Uh, there was just not a lot in Gongju at the time. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm curious. Was there much of like, uh, how many foreigners were working with you at that? I mean, so you and your wife, of time, course. But... At the time there were, when we got there, there were two guys in fact, I'm still friends on Facebook with one of them. Right. Uh, and then we had somebody else. We wound up at our school. I think we wound up with Rebecca and I, Tom and Mike. Then it was Mary Jane. There was like four or five of us. Then they tried to expand it. And by, by the following March, they had like added a couple more because Tom and Mike left. And then we left in June. Um, they also so had a was- campus up, up in Yason. Well- was that more or less like the expat community in your where you uh, were? That's, just people some, that were I, that's a good question. Uh, there were there was some other. There was a junior community college. I call it a junior college, community college, whatever you want to call it. Uh, in there, we knew somebody who's who worked there. We met somebody there. She she had an apartment that was the size. I mean, it's almost the size of the house I'm living in now. Uh, big old place. That's not a thing. And anymore. there were there were Hagwan teachers around. We and she she was on the other Gongju. You know Gongju. You know it's, there's a the uh, I forget the name of the river runs through the middle of it. We were on the north side of the river, and Deirdre and, and those guys were all on the south side of the river. And um, so Deidre knew people from walking around. That's where the downtown was, was on the other side of the river. There was, wasn't much on the north side of the river at the time. And Deidre was kind of the um, social director. And so yeah. she'd get parties and stuff. We wound up spending a lot of time at her house doing a mm-hmm. lot uh, with the Hagwan teachers. Um, in fact, what's interesting about Deidre is she's, I, I still hear from her occasionally. She actually is now a performer. Um uh, 
she's recruited some recording. You ever heard of the Dr. Demento show? Am I starting to date myself? Kind of like, like Weird Al stuff. That's where yeah. Weird Al got yeah, started. Yeah, right, right. I'm a big yeah. Weird Al she's, fan. So. Yeah. Uh, she's kind of done stuff like she's, she's like that. And she still plays. Um, I think she came through here right before the pandemic and I was going to get with her and I never did. Um, and uh, she reorganized things, but yeah, there was, I, I can't tell you many hog one teachers. I, we, we helped get out of Seoul, get out of town. We, you can't imagine how many we, I helped do midnight runs with. <laughs> so when when you said you were warned by the embassy to not work hagwon jobs and, and you didn't do it but you talked to a lot of people who were working hagwon jobs do you think that warning was was legit yeah was that warranted absolutely yeah. absolutely and what's funny is i still follow a lot of things on facebook and uh dave i mean dave's dave's message board is dead i mean it's been dead now for four or five years um every but i still see stuff on facebook like the the legal office for foreign teachers group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I still see stuff that on that, on that uh, site that uh, people that I, I would have seen 25 years ago. It's still happening. Yeah. Not paid. Uh, I, um, I knew I was one time um, a woman was sick and the, the director is like, you have to come in. You have to give me two days notice if you're going to be sick. <laughs> and she and he, she came he came I, so nice thing was with that break uh we were i was able to you know if they, somebody needs something we could just run over to their place the other side or a bunch of things and i remember one time one girl director came in and took a swing at her really? and i was there Lord. oh my god that's and crazy. so uh and then there's other stories about, and this, I, I hope this still doesn't happen. Um, I knew a story where some people, they were like, maybe they're really overweight and they get off the plane and there's supposed to be somebody there and then they see what they look like and they just run. They just split, huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't pick them up. Yeah, that's cold. Up. That's cold. Yeah. Uh, that was cold. That's happened a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, I've heard people being fired for being too fat and too ugly. <laughs> um, I mean, that was one thing, although I haven't heard of cases of, of people being fired or anything because of that. It is still interesting how in Korea, when you're applying for jobs, they often ask for a picture. That was yeah, something that was very surprising when I came here. Yeah. What's interesting is I now I teach EFL at a community college here in Raleigh. And mm. in fact, it's just a couple of weeks ago, I was... Um, doing something about resumes. Yeah. Cause was, one of the units was about getting a job, you know, I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in like an academic program. The students I teach now, they're wanting to go on to get, to get in like freshman English and then get on and maybe pursue a bachelor's degree. Um, and we talked about that. And, and apparently pictures on resume is not that uncommon at talking to my oh. students. Oh no. In Korea, you have to put a picture in your resume. I know in yeah, Korea you have yeah, to, but yeah. I, I have, I have students from Morocco, Turkey, mm. uh, Africa, um, Middle East. Uh, I've had, I have, because I have Vietnamese, I've had Vietnamese students. I have Brazilian students and yeah. um, it's um, yeah, it's common, but yeah, the picture, yeah. The picture on the resume and, I tell I tell my students that you know they, you know about pictures on the resume and they're like 
you don't have it. And they're like, what? And um, they can't believe it. I mean, it's like, yeah, you can't do that here. And yeah. we talked about like interview questions about what's asked there. Uh, we were always asked about uh, why don't you have kids? We were married at the time about three years. Hmm. Yeah, that's a that's an inappropriate <laughs> question, you know. And um, then there's yeah. also the religion questions that you get yeah. asked still, yeah. and stuff. So it's, um, yeah. So I don't I think that really happens so much now stuff. here for for that these days, but in the past, definitely a lot more. So, do we still, Jack, do we still have to send pictures on? Resumes? I think they so do. Yeah, I think that's still a thing. But I think they're they're like things are changing. Uh, slowly, yeah, definitely. But, I, but they've surely. been talking about that for 15 years. I remember yeah. reading about that like in the early 2000s. Yeah. So, uh, so the, Chuck, oh, sorry. Uh, I, so I, I was uh, going to tell you during yeah. that time, I must have, we must have brought, taken so many people to the airport. I would, with nice things, we're having that six hour break with only the bus trip to Seoul being two hours. I'd, I'd say, okay, get, meet me at the bus station at 10 o'clock. We jump on a bus. Get up to Seoul. Um, we I take him to the USO at oh, Camp okay. Kim, right by Nyamyung Station. I'm not sure if the USO is still there with everything gone. And there was a travel agent there. And you, as a foreigner, as a, even even as if you're not military, you still you were still able to get on to uh, to use the USO. Get him a ticket. Oh, nice. Then get him. Then get him. Then get him out. Get him in a cab and send him to Kimpo. So you and, and your jump on the bus and be. And then I jump back on a bus, be back in my four o'clock class. You basically <laughs> had an underground railroad of, uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, with within uh, Korea. I mean, do you, I think that um, you know th those midnight runs have actually forced those hagwans to behave, uh, you know, better in later years. You know, because I'm uh, still seeing some problems. The big problem I'm yeah. seeing now, and you guys probably know more. I see this because you know, so I still find is using the going with the independent contractor scam. Yeah, yeah, that uh you can avoid that one. You have to be careful. Yeah, it's it's it really that's comes the down I to see now. Yeah. That's yeah. what I see now. I do see mm -hmm. some I have heard some still some firing horror stories, but the independent contractor one is the one I if I if I was writing something and I, I actually when I got back, I actually tried to write something and then I got I don't know what happened. And I said, that's the big one to watch out for because the key is about that one is the health insurance. Right. It puts you outside of the uh, mm -hmm. in, in a different category that, yeah, that, that, right, that takes away that you don't get the same rights as uh, somebody who's actually. There was a story, and I, I tell the story. And I, at the, this was like 2008. You might have heard this about this guy named Bill Capoon. I don't know if you were, if you were in Korea at the time. No. Uh, he was a very popular guy, apparently. Um, he wound up, um, about, had to be about 2008, yeah, because we were living in Haibongchon. And he got a job and he, he, he didn't, they didn't realize he was on an independent contractor. And there was an accident, bad fire in his house. Mm -hmm. And he got, he was, he actually eventually dies like about a month later. Okay. And, oh my God. and they get to the hospital and then the mother comes over from wherever it was, Canada or the U.S., and the hospital presents her with like a huge bill. I'm like, they're like, well, why don't you have health insurance? He didn't realize that because he was an independent contractor, he was not on the health insurance. Wow, that's terrible. And, so and I, I talk yeah. to people, I still talk to people. I'm like, make sure of that because you know, well, you know, they, well, I'll never get sick. 
that's the that's the 20s 20-something uh attitude you know <laughs> I, yeah. I think we've all so probably that, been there but yeah 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 so that's you know um that's that's the one thing i still see that goes on i do i i do see i still read a lot about 11 month firings that's still that was common then yeah well let me um, uh if we could, could uh, jump back like uh to your time just uh in in the yeah. 90s when you were here how were you perceived by the by by you know Korean people at that oh, time? Oh God, I hated it. Oh really? What, I was. Were you? I, like, I, I'm six foot four. Okay. Well, I'm six eight, <laughs> so yeah. I know the. I feel your pain. <laughs> I'm skinny. I was skinny at the time, uh, and I actually had hair, more hair than I did now. And yeah, uh, out there in Gongju, it was always it was a lot of this. Okay. Okay. A lot of, uh, and my a lot of wife, pointing at you. Yeah. yeah. And then Rebecca, she was, you know, she, she was not the thin model type. Okay. I mean, she was, um, I can't, I don't want to say the right word, but you know, she, 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 she definitely had a, a pear shaped body. Right. Okay. okay. And Korean women were like, you know, people, the perception of that was like, she had curly brown hair. Yeah. And that just totally went against any, you know, the cranes of the blonde, young blonde females were, were the classic. There's still one. It's still the desired teacher over there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know what you mean. Like, uh, well, I'm just trying to think of like an example from uh, uh, my, my wife was went to uh, Yoido Full Gospel Church when she was a, a child. And she oh, still yeah. remembers uh, seeing a, a missionary family uh with uh a young boy with blonde hair and that was kind of just so uh unique for her it was just it was yeah. just kind of uh something that she still remembers to this day seeing this this young kid she was kind of just enamored with this uh blonde hair yeah that was boy. still the enamored um the other big thing was there's a lot of things um i'll get you on this what do we do i bet you guys said what we do for entertainment oh yeah uh, absolutely we were gonna get yeah. there yeah you're going to get there because I got, okay. I was lucky. First of all, the ladies in the ladies class, our apartment just had a bed, basic furniture and stuff. The ladies in the ladies class got us a TV and a VCR. <laughs> right. Nice. Did you have, he also, uh, also got us a washing machine because it, and we used to take our wash down the hill to a wash, to a well, laundry place. It was actually a photo studio in the laundromat. Yeah, laundry yeah. place. A couple days later, but um, what we did for entertainment was because you there in, in Gongji, you were not in range of AFKN. That's what it was known at the time. American Forces Radio. If you're TV. lucky, right. you get AFN uh, pumped into your your uh, your one room apartment or your your two bedroom, and you can watch the American television shows. It's well, it's, what, what, yeah. what there was in fact when I was in there through that probably ended in 2008. Mm -hmm. Um, but out there you couldn't out where we were, we, we couldn't even get AFN radio. Oh, you couldn't so even get radio. Funny. Okay, okay. Yeah. We had short we actually had a shortwave radio. I was listening to we were listening to Voice of America and BBC all the time when we were. Mm -hmm. But um, so we got that. The nice thing was, you know, Korean video movies, um, you know, like Independence Day was the one I remember from 96. Um it was all in English. You just had Korean subtitles. So it was great. I mean, you can go in and, you know, find anything. But what we did was I have my father who's still with us. 
Uh, in fact, I'll, when I get done with you, I'll, I have to call him. Mm-hmm. Um, we would tell him, okay, dad, tape these shows for us. All right. Like West Wing and Law and Order or Drew Carey shows, stuff like that. And we would do about six right. hours worth of tapes, shows, put them on the cassette. And they had, it was um, prior, Global Mail International, Priority Mail International. So like mm-hmm. five bucks at the time, he could send over like a two pound package. We put wow. videos in, and he would send them over to us. And that's what we you did. You had your own that's original what... Netflix. Hey, yeah, we had our own Netflix. Yeah, it was, that's right. You invented and Netflix. That's... Yeah, your, your dad did. Yeah, that's my dad did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> we send them back and we tell them, you know, stuff. So that's how we did TV shows. I mean, we're, we're watching stuff. Um, we would just we would go to Seoul to watch AFN. Wow. Just just get a hotel. Like, like, well, how much was a hotel in, in Seoul back okay. then? Like, how cheap were that's things? Good. That's, uh, uh, that's what I'm curious about. Yeah. Uh, the subway in Seoul was like 301. <laughs> 301. <laughs> yeah. Uh, base fare for a cab was maybe 501, if I got to go back and remember. Oh, my gosh. So are you uh, walking around with was, like... When, a lot of change in your pocket all the time. Yes, I mean, is you, that... yeah, change. He had bus tokens. Okay. Um, yeah. Thanks, right. Um, hotels. Do you know? You know, John Gak Station. You know, you know uh, where oh yeah, Station. sure. John Gak Station. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, there used to be. If you're going toward Guangwan Moon, there was uh, an alleyway. There was actually a bookstore called English Plus. But you went up that alleyway. There was a kind of a second class hotel called the Seoul Tourist Hotel. Yeah, and in the little alley next to it, there was a couple of young ones. Uh, we one was called the Dong Hill. We kind of stumbled upon them, and I think we were paying twelve thousand one a night for a room there. I mean, it wow. was it was it was about the size of my dining room here. But uh, you know, for our but, listeners, a yoguan is uh, you sleep on a yo. A yo is just like a mattress, like kind of a fold yeah. out mattress, right? Yeah. And this was a regular yeah. bed, though. This was this was, a, but they call themselves a yoguan or oh, John okay, yoguan. Okay. yoguan. Yeah. A John yoguan, and you had your own bathroom and stuff. And these adjuvants ran, and we, I just was like walking around. I said, how much? I, said, I said, how much? And they're like 12,000 a night. And so instead of paying 80,000 across the alley at the Seoul Hotel, yeah, we paid 12,000. They had a little TV and just cooked up the cable. So we sit there and watch AFN. Um, in that area where there was a TGI Fridays eventually, it opened up in that yeah. area. If you kind of go behind, uh, uh, kind of where Pagoda, uh, Pagoda's headquarters is. I don't know if it's still there on Jungle. Back in that area, it was a Friday. I think it is still there, actually. Yeah. Yeah. The one, the Fridays right by my house is closed last week. Um, <laughs> and then, in like the Young Pong bookstore, there was a Hardee's. There was, if you went down, you know, there was a Wendy's down at the intersection where there used to be. It's now, it was, what I loved, there was a makeup shop. It was a Wendy's and it was Sabaro and all this. So Seoul had all the great, you know, stuff. Yeah. So when you were coming to Seoul, was it was it often like a food trip then? You're because you're. I'm, I'm guessing you're food, not getting much it foreign was a stuff. Book. It was a, um, especially in the football season. I am a huge football fan. Oh, so you'd go right. to a bar in in the daytime and you could watch the games. Yeah, I, right? What I would do is I'd be up at two in the morning watching watching football on AFN. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be, I'd, sure. I'd have the volume turned down. Rebecca's sleeping. I'm sitting there watching, uh, you know, like I remember watching Ohio State play Notre Dame. I'm a big Ohio State fan. I'm watching Ohio State play Notre Dame. And then, um, so we did that. And then um, 
we uh, and then, in fact, one time for the Super Bowl, I said, I got to go up to the embassy and do something about my taxes. So I'm not going to be able to teach that morning. I came up <laughs> and um, I think I went, where did I went up? I went up at Nashville, the bar, Nashville bar. In yeah, oh, I'm not sure these are still now. there. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, in Nashville was here for a while. Okay. That was there for 30 years. He was there for yeah. 30 years. And I cried yeah. when he closed it. <laughs> Yeah, I cried. Um, um, but he was a, he was a GI. He was an old GI who was married to a Korean. That's what where you got the best steaks. The best best steaks in Korea were at Nashville. Yeah. They had shish kebabs. They had uh, I forget what the cost was. Maybe fifteen thousand for a steak. Then I, I I really don't remember. Yeah, sure. Uh, hotels were about hotels were. That hotel cost us twelve thousand won a night. The bus fare was for the Excellent Express. I think maybe four thousand. Wow, yeah. Um, can, can I ask you a really quick question? And yeah. uh, this, I hope it's not too personal, but what was the pay package like back then for your? We were making. We were making. I don't know. No, I love. I don't mind this at all. One point oh. three. We were making one point three million a month. Okay, but that we took you a lot longer, a lot further than like, well, let's say that two was eight hundred to the dollar. That was eight hundred to the dollar. Eight hundred to the dollar. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, let me okay. let me pull up my little. That's why I have my calculator here, and I'll tell you how much it was in U.S. Are we by, I want to say eight twenty was about. That was fifteen six almost sixteen hundred dollars a month. Okay. Yeah. And most people at the Hogwarts are making about one. Wow, one million! So just yeah, a few so, years later. Sorry, Ryan, go ahead. Yeah, I was just just thinking about the the relative numbers. So let's just say like like one point five mil a month on maybe average. You're saying average was about a million a month. Five ones were making them. You were making one 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 no no more than one two. You were okay. working hog ones for thirty hours a week. Yeah, so it's basically. I mean, what do what do people in Hog Ones make now? Is it about double? Two point one. Two point one. It's the salaries in Korea. I I I. It's amazing what I try. I still track this stuff. I've been I haven't lived in Korea in almost eight years, but I still crack it because I yeah. still have many friends there. Yeah. Um, salaries have not changed since about two thousand two. That's I was right. Just at, like, they went up they, so quickly they, they, until two thousand two. Then because you were only in ninety six, and then whoop, that's a quick jump, and then yeah, flat. you you. Yeah, in fact, when I when I left, I was making over th- almost three five at Cookman. I was mm. at Cookman University when I left. Mm-hmm. We're making yeah. three. Where I was making three point five, and Rebecca was actually working for Oxford University Press. She was making about five. Oh wow, oh, you guys were crushing it then at that time. Yeah, but we didn't yeah. save a lot. Which we spent like, oh man, we lived high off the hog. Um, <laughs> but, Easy to do. Uh, so getting back, so we were like like for books, we'd go to there was no Amazon. So you went to Kiobo Bookstore. Sure. But you could order a book that you wanted. They'll they'll find it for you, right? They'll they'll get it for you if there's yeah, something. Yeah, but you had yeah. So Kiobo had like the best. There was uh, three bookstores in that area. There was Kiobo in the basement of that building. They had a huge Western books and magazines every day. I think I paid eight thousand one for an issue of copy of Sports Illustrated. <laughs> much to your wife's chagrin i bet <laughs> yeah you forget about playboy or anything but yeah, yeah. or your yeah. books yeah we, we would spend on a weekend for books um, about once a month we'd probably spend seventy thousand. wow time just on books yeah. 
And then, um, so we did that. There was young, there was uh, Ochiro, there was like, oh, was it? There was Yang Pong, which was in Jongak Station. Then there was another one down the street. And I forget the, I want to say Ochiro. There was, there was another one at uh, Ochiro. I, I can't pronounce it. A line two. You know what I'm talking uh, the, about? You're the, right there by Latte. The Green by, Line. By the Latte Department yeah. Store, Latte Hotel. There were, So there's all these bookstores around. And yeah, so he did that. So that's where we got our books. And of course, at least in, um, even in Gongju, there was PC box. So, I mean, we could go there and watch some of you know, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my students, our students thought it was kind of funny that we were going to a PC box because they, they, they think of it, you know, for something else. Well, back then they were just smoke filled. Uh, if yeah. I remember right, <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, it was a different, different scene than what it is now. What it's about Itaewon? Did you, did you spend it, some time? Oh, yes, Itaewon? Itaewon, my yeah. favorite, I, I'd be remiss oh, if we didn't mention Itaewon. So oh, yeah. I gotta yeah. mention Itaewon. Oh, it I mean, was it's changed so... a lot since when I got here to now. Oh like, man. Itaewon is so oh, different now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so different. It, what I saw between 1996 and 2014 I miss the old ET1. Right. The old ET1 really was the Koreans were scared of it. I had students <laughs> tell me, yeah, I've heard they're like they were like they were scared about ET1. You had you could buy like knockoff goods, like I would have to like I lived in Shanghai before I came back, came to Raleigh, and um, you could buy knockoffs. Mm-hmm. I could get I could oh, get yeah. like a starter coat that ran here. $150 again for, for $30. And right. I had friends say, get me that and then ship it and I'll pay you for it. Yeah. So you had that. Uh, the bars, Soul Pub, it was Soul Pub. I remember that. It what was, about Gecko's Tavern? Yeah. Did Was Gecko's there at that time? Uh, Gecko's was there. Okay. I didn't go there that much. Um, okay. Hollywood, which was above next to the Hamilton. Yeah, I remember I know that. Hollywood. I've I gone through a couple different iterations. Um, it was the re- the original reggae pub. Yeah, I never went to there that one, but uh, I heard about there it. There was actually yeah. two iterations of the reggae pub. There was the first one, which was in the mid when I was there. In fact, that's where we we, we rang in the millennium at the reggae pub. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, so here's my question: Is like do you since you you were here in the 1990s, you're 96 uh, up to 2014. I mean, was it really the Wild West? I mean, was it how how was it crazier back then in in well, the qualitatively? Qualitative or if it was, you know, maybe it wasn't. So. I'm not sure Wild West is the best description. It was just yeah. everything was kind of free-flowing. I mean, expats, mm-hmm. we really we the biggest thing I saw was the biggest change I saw over the years was when we first got there, us expats, we really helped each other. Mm-hmm. Dave's ESL Cafe, the message board was very different. We helped each. We, we really, we, we tried to form a community. Mm-hmm. And it, and people helped each other because, you know, word, there was word of mouth. You didn't have cell phones. I mean, we used to right. buy, to call back to the States, I'd go buy a magnetic card for 10,000 won, stick it in the card phone. Same for me. Yeah. 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 10 Same. minutes. I did that. And for 10 minutes. And that's how we call it, you know, and we didn't have a fact, a foreigner had to put down like a 300,001 deposit if you wanted to get a landline. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and which bars to hang out with, you know, how hang out at, like, where are the foreigners was all, 
it's a speakeasy. It's all word of mouth. Like it was was basically soul pub, Nashville, reggae pub, maybe geckos. Um, That's, you know, because you kind of intermix it with the GIs. Right. The the GIs, because a young, because a young son right there, the GIs, you kind of intermix with the GIs, but you know, you could always tell the English teachers from the GIs because the hair. <laughs> right, facial yeah. hair. So yeah, yeah. The hair, and then mm-hmm. then you know people like me who was you know I was at the time I was um um we got the we got the Korea I was thirty three. Okay. Yeah. I was thirty three. We, we and we'd been married about three years when we got there. So, um, you know, Hooker Hill was very much there. Yeah, yeah. You the know, top of the Polly's uh, Kettle and all those places. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I hear they're gone. I hear Polly's is gone at the top of the hill. And there's actually some nicer hotels there. Yeah, um, they've really Rocky Mountain Tavern came in the, probably the late 90s. Canadian yeah. owned bar. Yeah, yeah, I know that place. They, they uh, did stand up comedy for a while. Uh, three, three Alley Pub. Did you ever uh, spend? Oh, yes. I know. I, I knew Al. I knew Al. I knew yeah. Al. I knew Gunther. Yeah, um, Gunther. I, I met him. Yeah. Yeah. Gunther's now, last time I heard, was in Padia down in Thailand. He, he sold the bar to Al in about 2006. It was also oh books at the time. Later time, what the book? You remember what the book? Yeah, what the yeah, book? Yeah, yeah it's closed book. down now. But uh, yeah, that yeah. Was well, I tell you place. about. I guess I got I got some stories about him. Um, yeah, he. That goes back to the message boards and about the at the time um, and Dave's ESL Cafe and then Expat Career. Back that goes beyond the 90s. But what the book was there? There was also. Another bookstore, if I, I, I forgot about it, it's on the road going from Nooksa Pyong up to Namsan. You know, um, it was the four, there was like a used bookstore, a little place mm-hmm. owned by a Korean. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm talking about? It was, it was a like little. Right at Nooksa Pyong Station? That might actually still be there. Just a little bit north of Nooksa Pyong as you're going up toward like, where the kimchi pots sta- are. Like really close to the, to the station. Yeah, yeah really close. I think that place is still there. That place yeah, was, that, it was owned by three guys, a lot of used books. Um, small little then, hole in the wall um, place, right? Yeah, about whole, yeah, about yeah. the size of my about the size of my living room. Yeah, I think that place is at least last and time I was in, in Oaks, I Phillies. I actually I, I never went to Phillies till about 2006, but Phillies, I actually knew I knew one of the owners of Phillies, one of the iterations of Phillies, but Phillies was there in the mid-90s, but we never we never got the Haybong Chan. Haybong mm-hmm. Chan for us, we didn't get the Haybong Chan until about 2006 when we mm-hmm. moved over there. Right, right. Um, can, I, can I ask about, um, yeah. I'm curious to, to hear how like infrastructure and things have changed. Cause I mean, even just when I arrived in 20, 2007 compared to now, like Korea's, I mean, it was already pretty modern as a country. Um, you know, there was fast internet in most places and, and things like oh, that, but it, it's, it's changed a lot. And at that time it was like, it was a weird mixture of, of modern and and not modern, I guess. Is that, yeah, I don't know how, yeah, to, how fact, to say it? Uh, let me talk about so the go back ten years from there. I, I can yeah, only assume back, that it was okay, internet. First of all, um, at our apartment, we didn't have. We would go to a computer lab on campus, cross campus. That was basically only open eight until five, Monday through Friday, and maybe mm-hmm. Saturday mornings. Gotta remember that time too. Uh, you, if you were a businessman, you worked on Saturday mornings. That's right. You work, sure. Kids you went work, to school work, too, right? I imagine. Yeah, I think, the kids went yeah. to school on Saturdays. Yeah. So that was our internet. But then um, what we would do is we go to Seoul, we come to Seoul, and right in that, that 
alley that you know that alley that runs parallel to Jung Jungno. There was a little alley. Um, it was called Pig Gok or something like that. Pig Mon Pimon Gill. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't know if I'm familiar, but I I I probably have been par- there. It basically yeah. runs parallel. What, it, what the history of that little alley was? If a noble went down Jongok and you were a commoner, you had to stop and bow and prone yourself to it. And so to get around that, you went down this alley. It was called Commoner's Alley. Uh-huh. And it was a traditional, uh, traditional Korean restaurants. There was uh, just a little bit of everything. But, 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 that, but in that alley was a place called the Net Cafe. Uh, and that was really the first internet cafe in Korea. And you would get there and you would have to, you would have to sign up to get a computer. Sometimes you waited two, three hours to get a computer. And there was no, at that time, they used a text-based server called, if you remember the internet, this is really the primitive ages, uh, you use the text-based, you use uh, Unix, and you, uh, the email was called Pine, was the program. And it was all command command prompts. And that was your internet right. back then. Yeah. Uh, we did not. When we went to Dejan in 97, we were teaching at Wusung University. We got a landline and we got we brought a laptop back with us and we plugged in and we were di- using dial-up then. Yeah. To um, yeah. finally, did, but the first year it was go to Seoul. And then when we came back, when the Wong collapsed, we came back for a year. And in 99, we went back and stayed for two years. Then they were starting to see the PC bongs. Yep. Okay. Yeah. The and the PC internet. bongs. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are they still there? The PC oh, bomb, they're kind of, it's oh, more yeah. of a, it's, it's, it's a whole new thing, though. They're, mostly they're for gaming. Yeah, they were yeah. gaming. Oh, the other thing, oh, I'll they're go back nice. and I'll go back to something <laughs> else that was not. kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, the PC bongs, uh, you were able to get on the internet for a thousand one, a thousand one an hour. I mean, it was dirt cheap, yeah. Um, actually not and much then, more expensive now yeah that, surprisingly and high and but korea was korea's high, we 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 were there for two years and we went back and came came back here in 2001 2002 we came back and by that time everybody had high speed it was just amazing how quick yeah. mm. and here in the states you couldn't get ice i finally got high speed uh probably when we moved back in 2014 I mean, at the time, you know, we we're gone twelve years on that third on that third tour. Yeah. So yeah, the internet, the PC bombs. Uh, if you want something fast, sometimes we need something printed. Uh, we didn't have anything at our office or anything. We go to the PC bomb and print something up. Um, and though, and so yeah, the infrastructure. Yeah, but Korea, I gotta get Korea. I gotta get Korea a lot of Just between ninety six and two thousand two. Yeah. What what especially what happened with the economic crisis? They put so much money into infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish people here would have learned that. Um, oh, you know, God. Here, yeah, because I feel that same that's way. when the high speed internet came in. Mm-hmm. That's when they built started building out the subway lines. Finally, uh, I remember we actually took the subway. They finally got line five finished. We took the subway from Jong from Guangwamun to Kimpo. You can take the subway. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, the other thing is, yeah. So you got that. The other interesting thing was the ATMs closed at ten o'clock. 
Oh, I remember that. I got stuck once, uh, just kind of standing overnight without any cash because I, I didn't take it out in time. Yeah, yeah that, that, that could happen. We were, one time we yeah. came back from Thailand and we were taking, and we were, we were like, we got in like, and we're on the subway. We're going, and we didn't, we had like 10,000 won between you know, us. And we were like, God, we got to find an H. And that time you had to go to your bank's ATM. Right, right. And our bank was Nung Hyuk, you know, the, I call it the bunny bank, the agricultural co-op. And we, there was one right where we usually stayed. And I'm like, I'm running there before and I got there like at 9.57 before the, so we get some cash or else we would have been, I don't know, we, they, probably the place we were staying at, they probably would have would not been, they would have been fine till the next morning because the Ajumas knew us. Yeah. So you had yeah. that. Then the other thing is that was interesting. Um, the uh, tabangs, the tea tea shops. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've never. Th- those are gone now, right? The, uh-huh. Yeah, those are pretty much gone. And I would sit there the sometimes and do that. Right. Uh, we sit there sometimes. There's a lot. It was a lot of social stuff. It wasn't like with Starbucks or coffee bean or anything else is but the starbucks has kind of kind of killed those things right i mean that that's yeah, tar- starbucks yeah. coffee bean uh angel in us and whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. a bunch of those mm-hmm. they killed those but yeah they, i remember one um there was one called um will wait no 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 that was that was alpine uh but some really there was like the uh, cnn coffee shop yeah right right there, there was also yeah. one that was <laughs> oh there was one that was the Showgirls. Remember the, that horrible movie, Showgirls? <laughs> the, Joel, the Esther House. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 The guy who did, what, what, do you, what do you do? He, he directed Basic Instinct. That's Total right. Recall. He, and uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot and, his But he name. did Showgirls yeah. with Elizabeth Berkeley. Mm-hmm. And it was, that, that movie got basically an X rating. And, and there was, I remember there was like, there was the Showgirls coffee shop. <laughs> Some of the some of the naming conventions here are still uh, when it comes to English are still pretty funny. Last night, I was with some friends and we were just going through um, going through, you know, now we're with apps on our phones looking for a restaurant to order. And I found a place called in English. They use the English name for the title Beef Loves Salmon. That's the name of the restaurant. In, we were, there was one in Guangzhou. I remember it. it was like a, like an eel place. Surf and turf. It was, <laughs> no, it was called Stubborn Broiled Village. <laughs> uh, and the other funny. thing that we, we we would laugh hysterically at, and I'm sure that's still there, is this was there, like a, a pork restaurant. And there's a happy pig on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. We, yeah. We would they love so being funny. eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was interesting. The, so the other thing that was really interesting that kind of died out by the time I left was the black market stores for food. Um, yeah, no, it's not really necessary anymore. You can find most no. of that stuff. Yeah. And the, the, the big, uh, you know, Costco, uh, E-Traders. Yeah, yeah, Costco. You know. Oh, I've got yeah. remember. But for a long time, um, you, if you know, this is, this was one of the legendary things of E2 on you came out of the Hamilton Hotel, that street, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the T-Bones and Ita one. I think you went 200 steps. I forget the exact number. And there was a, we called it the red door, but it was a door, red door frame, unmarked, 
old lady, and that was where they got all the stuff off base, the black market store. Yeah, oh, right. They would buy it at the PX. Yeah. As late yeah, as they buy the smuggle off the PX. Yeah. As late as 2010, there was still a place. I don't want to, I don't want to out them because I think they keep kind of they're kind of gypsy. They they kind of move around. I lived in Kyungidan and it wasn't there. I'm not gonna say where it was, <laughs> but it was like this little hole in the wall. You'd go in there. There's no tax labels on any of these imports at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know exactly what's going on. It's all this product. And it's like, uh, yeah. it's like jelly beans you and, you know, yeah. something. <laughs> deodorant. That yeah. <laughs> Legal deodorant. deodorant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Legal taco razors. Se- <laughs> right. Taco seasoning. Yeah. Legal taco uh, seasoning. <laughs> bacon. Real Legal. bacon. Yeah. Uh, you know, we did what, what we, we actually did um, a Christmas dinner. From stuff we got at the red door. I bet we got it was ham fantastic. And we, yeah. We actually had all our years, not our first year in Korea, but uh not our first first time, but a lot most of the time we had we bought a countertop oven. So we oh, could yeah, bake nice. stuff and stuff. Yeah, stuff you could like throw that. a stick so of chicken in there and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. stick of chicken. Yeah. We would cook chicken breast, pork chops, baked, you know, stuff. Yeah. And we did that all the time. Yeah. And but that was yeah. Uh, the black or what I'd also do is like if it was like dry goods or something, I tell dad I'll stick in some taco seasoning in the uh, with the DV, with the yeah. video cassettes. That's the thing I miss. I kind of miss about the old days for me, like the 2002 is those like finding those little creature comfort things, you know, that you're oh, yeah, just that like was so and now it, I don't feel that at all because everything is just so globalized and, you know, I, you can find everything now. But yeah, wait, yeah, I, I've, yeah, got, I've, got, so I've got one. I've got one like like the taco seasoning. I was in Busan in 2007. One of my friends, he moved to Seoul and we both like cooking. And again, it's the, it's the taco thing, man. Like, I, I, I feel your pain, like getting taco seasoning sent to you in the mail makes sense. I lived sense. in Texas. I lived in Texas. Yeah. You know how much I killed for, we yeah. killed for good Mexican? For real. Yeah, it's a nightmare, <laughs> yeah. right? There's no good. I, there's still no good Mexican in Korea, from what I'm told. Yeah. So my oh, there's friend, some good stuff now. He, was, he was in Seoul. He went, he was in like, I guess, Itaewon, I think on Hooker Hill, there was um, international grocery stores. They had cilantro. There, Arab, there used to be a lot of Arab run grocery stores, a lot of Arabs. Yeah, 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 Arabs. Yeah. 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 Arabs and the Nigerians. Yep. yep. Yeah. And yeah. he mailed me in Pusan uh, cilantro from Seoul because I could not find it in Pusan. So I got this slimy cilantro in the mail and I used it. <laughs> Sour cream was a big deal. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Che- yeah like any cheese, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Back cheese. In those days. Um, yeah. And the other thing was like like medicine, like like uh, if you wanted Sudafed or oh Nyquil, that mo- sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Ammonium. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For yeah, the long ammonium. for the long bus rides, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> or or if you had dumplings, I, I knew so many people who got sick of a bad man do. Mm. Well, that uh, was that was actually uh, quite a scandal. I think back in those days, uh, in the early two thousands, there was a mandu uh, uh, scandal where they were scandal. using they were using rotten materials inside the mandu, and people were Ooh. getting violently ill. And yeah, uh, it I, actually, I, 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 yeah, Rebecca Rebecca got violently ill once. This is that, um, but that's oh, that's, that's the next thing: healthcare. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So if we, 
as, as we uh, as we kind of uh, uh, come towards the 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 end of the of the interview, yeah, that's uh, eight o'clock, right? So this I could I could go on all night. <laughs> well, we could too. We, no, we, I uh, want to watch. I got I got I got actually got. I gotta call my father in a few minutes. My, um, sure. My, I gotta check. In, I gotta check in with your old dad. If I, if I ask you one uh, question here, what was your, what's the the most profound thing that you took away from your experience in Korea? Like, what, what, what do you think had the most impact on you? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think the ability to survive and adapt. Mm-hmm. Unlike the the military was, they were so fortunate. They had everything there. You know, you got on base. It's a little America. You get on yeah. base. I, I, I was able to get on base occasionally because I was in a running club, the Soul Flyers. And there was a lot of military people. In the latter years I was there, I got on base a, a lot. Um, but um, yeah, you, you, had, you had to figure it out on your own. And then also the community, which really changed, I thought, was the uh, expat community in terms of like, you, you, are, you say what you want about Dave's ESL Cafe, and then we can, you can do a whole program on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the message boards, which I've actually t- kicked around trying to do an oral history of. So I still know a lot of people from those days. Mm-hmm. Um, we helped each other on Dave. Somebody posted, well, what do I need to do? Like things, things like how to do taxes, American taxes. Mm-hmm. There was none of this stuff, not having the internet like it is now. That's how we helped each other. Um, Dave's was a real big mm. fact. We had we would have in the early two thousands. We had Dave's parties. Oh, okay. We'd organize. We'd organize. You know, everybody. Okay, let's go meet at this bar in Taiwan on this night at this right. time or home day. Yeah. And that's how we got to know each other. Yeah, and so that 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 camaraderie of kind of going through this this difficult uh, transition together. Um, you know, you, you make some really close friendships that way. I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm still, uh, in fact, the person that connected me with you guys, Cedar bow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I talked to him on Twitter. We're, uh, uh Twitter. Her. Friends. Uh, or her, her. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. I knew her back in 98. She was in Daegu, but she posted on Dave's. That's how we knew each other. Mm-hmm. And we've maintained this context. What now? 25 years. Yeah. She's gotten her, she was doing something for Fulbright. We were in Gyeongju, you know, the old capital. She was in Daegu. We, she invited us to parties and stuff. And that's how we, and we've known each other now 25 years. And now she, she's now uh, going through when she met, now she's married, uh, her husband, and um, getting her PhD at USCLA and all the stuff she's been through. Um, now she's on a tenure track position down there in Busan. She was uh, over at Indiana University until this year. Very cool. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's, too, it's it's almost too easy now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is too That's... easy. It was so hard back then. <laughs> yeah. I in fact, I think what I take out of it is that what I've been through, what I went through in the years coming back from Korea, um, and and so, some personal things. I wound up. I I got divorced. I went to China and taught for a year and a half, which was hell. I mm. would give me. I would take a hot one in Korea over. I was at like a foreign high school that was teaching American curriculum in Shanghai mm-hmm. over what I was dealing with there. I, it just it yeah. made you stronger. Yeah, yeah. You, sur- you survived. You you went off on exotic trips. We went down. We would go down to Thailand for vacation. Yeah. And it wasn't you know at that time Thailand. You got down and we went down to Samoa. You you go into Dongyang and then you take try to get down to. Bangkok station, take the overnight train, bus and ferry to get over to Samoy. Yeah. And you had 
nobody there was no Google, there was no this there's no Google Translate. I know. <laughs> you had you had a book, you had a dictionary. Yeah. You pointed like at the pharmacy and said, I have this, and you pointed that. And you got lost and you didn't die. You survived. You got lost. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll yeah. I, I got a great story. And this this tells you about how this how about surviving. We were in Deja one day from Gongju. We gone over for the day. We we're like eating somewhere. Deja actually was like Dejan. Dejan's a nice city. Yeah. With the high tech, it kind of reminds me of Austin. Mm, a lot of universities. I lived in Austin yeah. many years, um, but we're going back, and we're at the east, the east bus terminal, and it says the sign said above it, Gongju. We knew Gongju, so we got on the bus, and we it pulls out, and then we start going south on that expressway, and you know, like, uh oh, where are we going, <laughs> and. We try to talk to in the bus driver, but you know, you know, on the buses, you you're talking, everybody's like shh, shh. Yeah. And trying to we wound up in Jungup. <laughs> and how far is that from where you wanted to be? That was about an hour and a half from okay. Dejan. Okay. So well, we had to turn around, we got the last bus back. We had about we may have had ten thousand one between the two of us, fifteen thousand. <laughs> to get back, you had to get the bus back. And get the bus back to Gongju. We got, I think we got back at like 11 o'clock at night. With about we 300 had, won in your pocket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we did it. You did it, though. And it's all, it's a great story, you know? It's a great, yeah. it's a great story to tell. It's yeah. a great story to tell. You know, too bad I don't have kids. I won't have grandkids. The cats, you know, the cats told me to care. Uh, my, my, I, I have one of my teeth, one of my colleagues here at, at Wake Tech. He was actually manager for Pagoda. Uh, hiring manager in he was he left in 96 we had actually a little bit of overlap he was living was it just north of uh Heibongshan. and where were that i forget the name of that area but he lived there because he was he was he was like a manager at pagoda and then he came back and what's funny also is um my two of my three office mates also taught in korea at one point um one of them taught in for Gepik or Epic, wherever it's called down mm-hmm. south. And he was there like in 2012, 2014. And the other woman, uh, Mina, she um she was sell- she got her PhD in international education. She was helping set up some sort of program at a school in Pusan. The stories I tell I'm, I'm showing them like the- I found a screenshot of the old Expat Korea website, which I was involved with. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Kind of the the anti-Daves. Yeah, <laughs> I was one of the moderators on that, and I should I would tell them all that. I'm telling them about the the tank incident, the beef pro, the beef protest, or Christopher Paul Neal. I knew the woman who actually turned him in. Wow, that's you can amazing. still find the video on YouTube. Or, 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 uh, she's now like a speech therapist in Canada. She has a kid. Uh, I've seen her a couple times on you know. There's we have a former posters of Expat Korea group on Facebook. Uh, Bob being around, but yeah, to survive those things and to come out of it, it's like now I'm like, I did that, I can survive anything here. Yeah, yeah, everything's cake after that, you know? It's yeah, uh, and, uh, and the other thing is also think about uh, that people have their, it's still a problem, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what depression was, nobody knew what anxiety was there. I mean, um, and you, 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 if you wound up at the international clinic that was on the main street in Itaewon, you could get some meds, but nobody else. You could mm-hmm. not go to like 
Sue Chung Young had an international clinic, uh, Severance Hospital. Dr. Linton was there, but there were also your health insurance only covered the province you lived in. Oh, okay. So we were down in we were down in uh, Gyeongnam Do. No, uh, no, uh, what was it? Chungnam Do. Chungnam Do. Uh, I get them all. And but our insurance wouldn't work in Seoul. Yeah. Yeah. So it's are- a lot. A lot of things have changed. Well, Chuck, we really, pre- I mean, you've painted such an interesting uh, picture for us of, uh, you know, what it was yeah, like I've in the I've enjoyed 90s. this. This has been, this has been fun. Um, oh. when, if you start yeah, talking talk about the odds. <laughs> yeah, we could do, we could probably do a whole uh, series, you know, uh, uh, probably a whole other episode uh, just about the early 2000s. Uh, yeah, because sure. I was there for World Cup. I was there for World Cup. Uh, That's when I arrived. I was just, yeah. Yeah, I, I went to 12 matches in the 2002 World Cup. I was oh, very cool. St- Koreans didn't want to go. There were so many <laughs> tickets available. Yeah. I wound up going to the opening match. That's incredible. That was an incredible was time. Korea. Yeah. I was at Korea, Italy. Oh, man. You know, th- that was a huge. I mean, yeah. and, I'm a, and I'm a referee. I still referee. I don't referee as much. I still yeah. referee. And I, I have broken down that game to so many people from a referee standpoint. Um, and then that's kind of leads into about the tank incident. Yeah. Because that happened during World Cup, and then it then it gets blown up in September. Well, uh, I mean, you know, if you're if you're game, we would love to uh, you know uh, contact yeah, you again, we'll, and we could do this. Uh, we could schedule another uh, conversation. Because, yeah, let's do something. I mean, I, I, mean yeah. I don't do much on Saturday nights. I just I'm, I just sit and watch basketball. Well, yeah, the, yeah. It was that's a really that's a really good idea. I mean, like, this was like Chuck. It's really I really appreciate your stories. This has been really like fun, and I think enlightening. Like if you would be cool with it, it'd be nice to, if you could come back and we could bring like some targeted um, questions, like something that's a little yeah, bit more that'd be like, great. That'd be great. Very, very broad, Just, we, we, when the podcast runs, send me the link. Cause my, my department head wants to see it. Oh, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll I, told be my, co- I told my, de- I told my department head, I said, I'm doing a po- I'm recording a podcast this week. And he was kind of cool about it. I got, oh, I got awesome. a great department head right. here. I, I, I got to say one thing here about, I, I got one of the greatest. I, I mean, I'm in a community college. I was adjunct. I'm now full time temp. I'm not going to win that it'll make me full time permanent. I just got I got a really good situation here, and I I have Korean students. I have Chinese students, and it, it's fun here. I mean, I don't think I ever want to go. I do miss the five months vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the three the Boys three of us that. are uh, we're 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 pretty much uh, diehard you know ESL uh, uh, lovers as well. Like we 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 love teaching uh, English. And so we, we yeah, kind it's of funny. I don't have any, I don't from. have any formal academic background in it. I, I, mm-hmm. I have a master's in poli science history and I have a Texas, Texas secondary social studies teaching certificate. I just learned it all on the fly. Yeah. But I mean that you, you have the, you know, the intuition, the, the experience of uh, living overseas. I mean, that's all that all yeah. uh, informs your yeah. ability to do the job. So absolutely. My office mates are giving me all this pedagogical stuff and I'm just kind of going, huh? I just know it. <laughs> I just yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, say goodbye to our listeners here. Um, to everybody out there, uh, thank you so much for tuning into uh, the podcast. And, uh, you know, you can go to our website, thesoulpatch.com, if you want to uh, watch the, to listen to the episode, or you could also watch it on YouTube. Um, if you have the funds, you can hit that uh, Patreon button. Um, and uh, we will catch you next week at the patch. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. Yeah. Bye bye. Have a good day. I like to pay a couple respects to the people that made me what I am today. Got some gear. This all my love. This all my love. The quiet mind. This all my love. This all my love. Dopamine.
Belgium. The brain. Hey, Bobby. Let the bass go. Call me a phenomenon. 